Chapter 27 of On. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arden. On by Hilaire Belloc. The Cad's Encyclopedia. I have a wealthy friend. He made his money by accident during the war. The government owed him 500 pounds. A careless clerk, who was talking to a minx at the time, added three knots without thinking, and on his modestly pointing out the error, the department wrote back to say they never made mistakes, and so it rested at that. After long hesitation how to get rid of all this money, he is at last engaged upon what I cannot but think a very useful work. I only wish that every rich man could be inspired by similarly valuable ideas, instead of frittering away money upon buying newspapers and souls and uneatable food in noisy restaurants. This rich friend of mine had always had the idea, when he was poor, of getting together a CAD's encyclopedia. All the publishers whom he approached told him, with truth, that nothing is more venturesome than an encyclopedia, and that even when one is pretty sure of a large public for one subject, the outlay is very heavy and the risk considerable. My friend had, in the days of his poverty, prepared a detailed memorandum in which he urged the advantage of his scheme. He pointed out that there was an enormous number of CADs in the world, and that even those who read books and could afford to buy an encyclopedia amounted to many millions. He urged the complete novelty of the scheme, the long-felt want, and all the rest of it, but they replied to him that a fatal drawback was the name. No doubt, said the head of one great firm, there is a demand, and cads naturally desire a book of reference of their own for their guidance and instruction. Even those who are not cads, but only interested in the subject of cads, would also want it for making research, but few would buy it under that title, because it is one which men avoid applying to themselves, and dislike having applied to them by others. You will have noticed, said the great man genially, that men are eager to ascribe to themselves ignorance, fatuous good nature, even appalling vices, but never caddishness. My friend could not but see the justice of the last remark, but he still maintained that a thing was more successful in the long run under its true name. He persisted in his idea, and when the accident of which I speak had suddenly made him rich, he proceeded to realize it. The first volume will be out next October. It will be privately published by a new firm, created for the purpose. I hope I shall receive no correspondence upon it, because I cannot be bothered to negotiate its sale, but I shall give my friend the best advice as to how to put it upon the market, and the unavoidable shyness of the usual agents. This encyclopedia was not an easy thing to get together, apart from the expense. First of all, there was the difficulty of apportioning space. That is a difficulty attaching to all encyclopedias, but particularly to an encyclopedia on, and for the use of, and conveying information upon cats. In an encyclopedia of agriculture, for instance, the editors can make a fair guess as to what space will be wanted, for each pest attaching to particular forms of vegetation, but it was difficult indeed to determine which habits of the cad would require most description, what should be set aside for his house, what for his clothes, what for his manners, how many pages should be allowed to the cad in literature, how many inches to the more exotic types of cad, such as the negroid cad, the dago cad, the international wagon-lit cad, and so on. Then there was a great debate between my friend and his sister, on the vexed question of the she-cad. I took part in this, and strongly proclaimed my own opinion, which I have held for years after a very close examination of the matter, that there is no such thing as a she-cad. A cad is the opposite of a gentleman, just as a civilian is the opposite of a soldier. 
or a layman of a cleric. But there are no she gentlemen, and therefore there are no she cads. To this it was objected by my friend's sister that she had personally known and handled several she cads, and she began to give examples. But I am glad to say my friend agreed with me that the type did not exist, and showed how every example his sister quoted was a false type, and no more a she cad than the lemon soul is a soul, or margarine butter. Under V, a volume which we hope to reach, if the next great war can be staved off round about 1930, we have, I am glad to say, a long and valuable article on the virtues of cads. This article is from various pens. All the introductory part has been written by an expert at party headquarters, and the diagrams have been drawn by a diner out who has always got on well with cads and has an exhaustive knowledge of their habits. There is a special division on the financial virtues of cads by a banker, and on the spiritual virtues of cads by a divine of modernist complexion. But the subject is so large that we have a reference in small capitals at the end of the article to other special articles in the same department, and especially to what may be called the calendar of saints among cads, that is, short biographies of cads, who have excelled in one or other of the virtues. Among the special articles, that devoted to the literary cad is treated in two aspects, one by an opponent of such cads, the other by an eminent writer who is himself a cad. Under the same letter L, we have a biography and bibliography of the cad's laureate, who, thank heaven, is still with us. C, which will appear in the second volume, due next December, will have under the heading Candor, an article where the necessary presence of candor in caddishness is developed in a masterly fashion by a psychological expert, and the fatal effect upon caddishness of worldly wisdom and subtlety is conclusively proved by an aged novelist. No one can be a cad, it is there clearly proved, who is not a simple heart. Under the same letter, at the word concert, we have the cad's concert, a full description, with a detailed bibliography of the latest development in cad literature, which is the publication to the whole world of everything told one in private, and a great deal that has not been told one at all. Under I, there will be an equally interesting and lengthy article upon the iconography of cads, with a list of their principal portraits and busts, including public statues of London and other great cities, and under T, a short but very illuminating essay upon the theology of cads, illustrated by experts from the whole range of apologetics, beginning with the opinions of the early fathers on the matter, and ending, at any rate for the moment, with those of Mr. Wells. A number of details which would hardly occur to the general reader had been picked out with singular accuracy of judgment by my friend, whose industry and zeal I cannot overpraise. For instance, he himself deals under S with a cad and spurs, showing why cads hate spurs when they do not wear them themselves, and why when they do wear them themselves, they wear them too often and in incongruous surroundings. Similarly, we have the cad and checks, divided into checks on a bank and checks which you wear, the latter coming first for alphabetical reasons. This should, perhaps, appear in the article on cads and apparel under A, but though the article apparel is exhaustive in its way, readers are referred to special departments of this sort for more detailed acquaintance with their subject. Among other points, the famous sentence, in color he affected the maroon, in pattern a quiet check, is exhaustively discussed by various hands and its disputed authorship finally established. Under A, by the way, we also have CAD's architecture, a very difficult subject, 
and a more general psychological and medical heading of animosity in cats. The coloring of cats, natural and artificial, we have, after some debate, put forward to the letter P under pigment, because C was getting unwieldy. But cad catching, or the art of hunting and tracking down a cad, will be included in its natural place with many diagrams and a list of the principal drugs, wines, and tobaccos used in the trade. Cad curing, on the other hand, that is, the art of curing a cad of his caddishness, has been rejected from the heading C under the very just decision that it is a false category. There is, properly speaking, no curing of a cad, because caddishness is not a disease, but a condition which we are perfectly open to accept and even to admire if we please. The whole subject has therefore been relegated to E, where it is dealt with under the rubric Elimination. It also appears in the first volume, briefly, by way of cross-reference, under auto-suggestion, with formulae for daily repetition, such as, whatever else I am, I am a gentleman, or again, it is all imagination, I didn't really offend them at all. In this department, we have valuable exercises described, one of the most original of which is the setting apart of certain streets in London of a particular length, among others, Gower Street and the Cromwell Road down which the patient is advised to walk at his ordinary gait, repeating the formula over and over again, just after he has paid a call at some house where he found himself coldly received. The encyclopedia can be bought at a reduction of 20% by those who pay for the whole 12 volumes in advance. My friend, who has already learned the elements of finance, he got his fortune a full six years ago, has calculated that at the present rate of 7%, which any fool can obtain upon good security today. He is up about 13 shillings, tuppence, a copy on each subscriber who falls into the trap. He is preparing a cheaper edition to appear immediately after the lists of the first expensive edition are closed. This cheaper edition will consist of the unsold sheets of the first, cut down and put into new cases. I forgot to add that there are a certain number of colored plates in each volume, and a very thorough and exhaustive index on the new American system known technically as the Labyrinth. There is also a number of very handsome maps showing the geographical distribution of CADs and elaborate curves, giving their vital statistics, growth, and decay. Every set has attached to it a general all-in policy of insurance with two new clauses specially drawn up, one for the use of CADs threatened by the various dangers peculiar to their rank, and the other for non-CADs, insuring them against the various dangers peculiar to the CAD's approach and neighborhood. All this insurance is free. End of chapter 27 Recording by Arden